The Lord be with you. And also with you. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. As we gather for ordered worship, the liturgy, music, homily, and sacrament are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here within Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of leadership and service in our midst. And as the Spirit moves, come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
may we pray. O God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Lord, invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always. May we share with one another signs of his peace. A lesson from the first epistle of John, chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Please join me in reading responsively Psalm 98 with the Antiphon. to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gotten him victory. The Lord has made known his victory. He has revealed his vindication in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who live in it. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills sing together for joy at the presence of the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. And now, beloved, rise up in body as you are able, but certainly in heart, for the singing of the Gloria Deo and the reading of the Gospel. Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John, chapter 15, verses 9 through 17. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be within you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because a servant does not know what the master is doing. But I've called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. 
so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I'm giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. With whom do you come to worship? Who do you bring along in the mind's eye as an Easter remembrance? Who travels with you come Sunday? Whose voice, whose example, whose faithful love, whose support? We come with a cloud of witnesses, of blessed memory, some resting in a greater light and upon a farther shore. Midway through theological study, we were given the gift of service at the World Council of Churches in Geneva, Switzerland. And there we, speaking of those who travel with us, We're introduced to a friend, Jean Scott, and with her friend John Thurber, we traveled here and there into southern France driving a little du chevaux. It's an old car. And up and down we went and then learned that she was the daughter of Ted Scott, the primate of the Anglican Church in Canada, under, in part, whose guidance... A wonderful creed was given. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in the true person, Jesus, to reconcile and to make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. God calls us to be the church, the body of Christ, to celebrate Christ's presence to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, in life, in death, in life beyond death. God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. We come presenting ourselves in public witness here down the center aisle to receive bread and cup at the Lord's table. We do so with Easter remembrance. You know, Proust rightly said that when memory comes in full, we are resurrected, freed from the bonds of space and time. With whom do you walk the sacramental sawdust trail? Yes, in Eucharist we offer thanksgiving each and every month. Yes, in the Lord's Supper we celebrate presence, the presence of spirit in, with, and under the elements of Holy Communion. But also, and today in the Easter season, especially we come in, Remembrance, do these things in remembrance of me. So 20 centuries ago, nearly, the community of the beloved disciple gathered quietly in the evening for the call and response of the gospel and heard the voice of the risen Christ saying, I have said these things to you that you may have you may have my joy in you and that your joy may be complete. With whom do you walk this Easter season? Also saying, no longer do I call you servants, but I have called you friends. The beginning, by the way, of the Quaker tradition, George Fox, prize your time, now you have it. God is a consuming fire. And especially what we lose in independence, we gain in support. You did not choose me, but I I did choose 
you. In the reverie, the season of celebration that is Easter, who walks with you? Who comes along with you? Now, this year at Marsh Chapel, we have been in a full season of remembrance, which to some degree we conclude this morning. You know, we began September 17th in sermon and in program later, remembering Professor Elie Wiesel, whose voice for decades, thrice in autumn, before a thousand each evening, gave our community and this community a a moral compass, a warning about what can happen in history, a warning about authority, a warning about nation, said Wiesel. One who hears a witness becomes a witness. Our present company, if you will, as we remember who we are in Boston University. And then on October 30th, we remembered Martin Luther, who was willing to splinter the church into smithereens for the sake of the truth of the gospel, said he, nailing his 95 theses on the door of the Wittenberg Cathedral. And later, here I stand, I can do no other. God help me. It reminds us uh, in religious life of who we are to remember that substance always surpasses form, that gospel ever surpasses tradition, that the danger of religion is the capacity for the relative to become absolute here in Easter Remembrance. We too, this Lent, February 11th, and other dates, recalled together the voice of Thomas Merton this Lent, someone who guides us not so much in our university identity or in religious life, but in our community of faith, as those who, with Merton, resist the full tides of materialism all around us. He who found such in his era not long ago so shallow, so lacking, and so reached forward in vocation to find himself on a spiritual journey in search of invisibles and intangibles. We are a people of shared faith, he taught also this Lent, We studied together the beauty of the St. John Passion, which our choir presented, and also, though, studying with some rigor the embedded historical anti-Semitism in that gospel and elsewhere in the New Testament to be prepared together to move into a, a full and ecumenical future. And then... This April 4th and before and after, we concluded our season of remembrance by recollection of the life and the assassination and the legacy of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. You may want to take along a child on the seashore. We'll sometimes pick up a shell and cleanse it and hold it and remember something in particular with that shell, how grateful we are for the help in the celebration of King's influence in life that came from the Gottlieb Center and from the School of Theology and, yes, from Mars Chapel and from the Dean of Students' Office and from the College of Fine Arts and the Arts Initiative and you and all and all you all. What do you remember of his words. In many ways, our words outlast our deeds. It was Martin Luther King, after all, who said, when it gets dark enough, you can see the stars. King, who said, if you want to call me, if you want to call me for anything, if you want to call me 
as a leader, then call me as a leader celebrating peace and righteousness and justice. If you want to call me as a drum major, call me as a drum major for justice. King who said, I have a dream that my four little children will be judged not by the color of skin, but by the content of character. King who said, I am convinced that unarmed truth and unconditional love will have the final word. King who said that hatred cannot drive out hatred, love has to do that. Darkness cannot drive out darkness, light has to do that. And perhaps most famously, King who said, the moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends toward justice. May we who have remembered Dr. King this year find in the years to come the grace to seek and to serve the cause of his life and the cause of his death. Justice as preached by the shepherd boy in Tekoa 3,000 years ago Let justice roll down as water and righteousness as an ever-flowing stream. May we who have remembered him this year, in the years to come, live in faithfulness to that vision. The moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends toward justice. With whom do you come to this table in Easter remembrance? You know, Daniel Marsh, the fourth president of Boston University, is in fact with us. Arlene and Daniel have had their ashes interred here. He was the president from 1926 until 1951, and then the chancellor from 1951 until May of 1968. He bridged for us all that came earlier for us as a university in the 19th century and carried us all the way to this point. With whom do you come forward? Of course, Daniel Marsh said, greeting as he did regularly, good friends all, his standard invocation and beginning. Daniel Marsh, who gave us the phrase, learning, virtue, piety, which today we might rather render knowing and doing and being. Daniel Marsh especially, who represented for his time the Methodist tradition out of which finally King came. In the 1950s, 50%, one half, of all of the PhDs in religion awarded in this country to African Americans were given by one institution, Boston University, that comes out of a a well, a, a deep well of the kindling in the Methodist movement through Mr. John Wesley of a search for deep personal faith and active social involvement for Wesley teaching his Methodists day by hour, prize every moment, prize every day, prize every penny, prize every pound, and do all the good you can at all the times you can, in all the ways you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. We come in a season of remembrance to the Lord's table, Of course, for some of us, the memory is of Howard Thurman. But you know, you can't get very close to Howard Thurman without prayer. You can't get close to Howard Thurman without scripture. You can't get close to Howard Thurman without devotion. You can't get close to Howard Thurman without spirituals. You can't get close to Howard Thurman without study. You can't get close to Howard Thurman without worship. He's with us in voice here in the phrases of his favorite psalm, the 137th. With whom do you worship this hour? O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. 
Thou knowest when I sit down and when I rise up. Thou discernest my thoughts from afar. Thou searchest out my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou dost beset me behind and before and layest thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend to heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in Sheol, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and travel to the uttermost parts of the sea, even there thy hand shall lead me, thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, let only the darkness cover me and the light about me be as night, even the darkness is not dark to thee. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light with thee. O Lord, bless us as we come to receive this holy meal. Kindle in us a faithful Easter remembrance, step by step, month by month, year by year. Amen. Good morning. We welcome you once again to the Nave and Marsh Chapel and hope you will take a moment to help us to get to know you better so that we can help you to get to know one another better by putting your name and contact information in the red books found along the center aisle of each pew. The dean, chaplains, and staff of Marsh Chapel wish all students well as they complete their final projects and exams. Marsh Chapel weekly activities have now come to an end. 
Throughout the summer months, be sure to check the Marsh Chapel schedule found in the weekly bulletin. Today also marks the end of children's ministry for the semester. Please join us next Sunday for our I Believe Sunday, a time where our graduating students share a reflection of their faith journey. All are welcome and invited to participate in communion today. We provide both wine on the pulpit side and alcohol-free grape juice on the lectern side. Gluten-free wafers are available upon request. In addition, we will offer our healing prayer station this morning. If, after communion, you are moved to pray for healing in an area of your life, the prayer team will be available under the first windows on the pulpit side of the nave. Please join us for the community pass dish luncheon after service, which we will be honoring Dean Robert Hill's 12 years of service here at Marsh Chapel. And in, in addition to honor Dean Hill's service, please consider a donation to the endowment of the deanship to ensure the future of this vital and powerful legacy. For all other upcoming services and activities, we would encourage you to keep an eye to the Marsh Chapel website, bu.edu backslash chapel, where you also may find the opportunity for online giving. Now, as the ushers wait upon us, walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
before us, the life within us, the fellowship among us, and thy love that surrounds us. We give thee thanks, O Lord. Bless these gifts and the givers, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, brought, to us, brought us to a land flowing with milk and honey, and set before us the way of life. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. are you and blessed is your son Jesus Christ by the baptism of his suffering death and resurrection you gave birth to your church delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant by water and the spirit by your great mercy we have been born anew to a living hope through the resurrection of your son from the dead and to an inheritance that is imperishable undefiled and unfading once we were no people but now we are your people declaring your wonderful deeds in Christ, who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always in the power of your word and Holy Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. On the day you raised him from the dead, he was recognized by his disciples in the breaking of the bread and in the power of your Holy Spirit, your church has continued in the breaking of the bread and the sharing of the cup. And so, in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever.
May we pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace now and forever. Amen.